Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very, very special episode of Chai Spirits, guys. Perhaps the most special episode. It might be. It might be. Uh, we're joined today by an all-star cast to celebrate our 100th episode. Woo! 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 I was looking for that applause, Jenny. Where's the applause? Oh, man. There it is. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go around the table real quick just to tell you how all-star this all-star cast is. I've got, obviously, Jenny. I've got John. Hey, everybody. We've got, we've got Todd. Hello. We've got Daniel. Hey, hey. We've got Kuba. Hi. And then we couldn't fit them all on one table. I've got five more people over here at our secondary table who are going to be uh, tagging in. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it a little louder, guys. Not just second. <laughs> our audience, That's studio audience table. and intern table. Yeah, we've, we've got Jake and Savannah. We've got Intern Alley. We've got Steven. Steven We've is... got Andrea. We've got uh, newcomer Scott. Hey, Scott. <laughs> Chai Spirits guy Stephen is keeping the group over there well informed. Yes, Stephen has taken command of the uh, the secondary there, table. There are started, rules being made over there. It's getting aggressive. Started a rival podcast. Let's <laughs> <which we're laughs> uh, now go to war with mostly agave. And, uh, be, beca mostly because it's our hundredth episode, we want to do something very special. So today, John, we're going to be talking about Pappy Van Winkle. Awesome! What? I know that guy. Ever, ever heard of it? I went to elementary school with his great-grandson. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to be trying the entire Pappy lineup, Ooh. which is pretty fucking exciting. Yeah. Pappy Whoa. party. That is Flight of the exciting. Pappy. Pappy so, 100, everybody. Absolutely. So I, I wanted, though, since the 100th episode and we're doing Pappy, I want to just kind of go around the table here, um, ask everybody their, uh, what's their history with the brand? This is obviously a, a very important brand to the bourbon community at large. Um, Daniel, let's start with you. What's your history with Pappy? Okay. Um, I'll tell you where it started for me. Uh, Pappy's got a particular special place because this is where I got into bourbon. And I think the bar is set maybe kind of high there. So the story behind this is it was like something like 2016. And my cousin's daughter was getting married. And he found somebody somewhere to bring him a bottle of 20-year Van Winkle. And he was going to open this up for his daughter's birthday. The, the birthday, or I'm sorry, her wedding, wedding. The wedding was in Maine, and so I had to take this bottle, fly with it, go to Maine, had to wrap it up in a towel after meeting this guy in like quite literally an alley he rolled up in some Mercedes. <laughs> he drove this bottle from Ohio. I didn't even really know what it was. I just knew it was expensive. So like I said, rolled it up in a towel, flew up there. Um, he cracked it open on the wedding day, and this was the first whiskey that I had tried in a long time. And I just remember <laughs> thinking, like, wow, this is pretty good. And that's, that sparked <laughs> Oh, a, how uh, far you've come. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, that sparked uh, the interest in whiskey that I, that I have to this day. So uh, I, I have a lot of credit to the Van Winkle lineup for uh, my, my love of whiskey and, and spirits in general. Very cool. And then we also want to ask, um, since their 100th episode, what, what's your favorite memory from the podcast in the two years now we've been doing could this? could be a favorite yeah. episode or yeah, a favorite sure. thing you tried. Your sure. Favorite moment. What was it? There's a lot of them, uh, but but one that sticks out for me is uh, somebody here at the table, Kuba, on a Four Roses episode. It was, this was a feat of strength, and it was, I think the bottle was across the table, and Kuba was like, yeah, I think this is like a 6N52E, <laughs> and Jenny was like, that is exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> then we started challenging him the rest of the episode, and he got most of them right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was just amazing. So that that was uh, one of the uh, the moments that have stuck with me. Very cool, John. Pappy, tell me about you. Well, your thoughts on it. 
right around the same time that Daniel was having his um, <clears throat> experience bringing Pappy across state lines, I <laughs> I was overjoyed to get uh, to buy the first bottle of the lineup, uh, Old Rip Van Winkle Tenure. And I remember buying that bottle and being like, holy crap, this is incredible. And then I promptly proceeded not to open it for like a year. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so it was somebody's birthday, opened it mm-hmm. up, and I think it was the first time I tried it. And it was just like, wow, this is, it at first was very hot. And then, because, you know, it was kind of new to sipping. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got to try the full lineup once at uh, Franklin Room here, at, you know, they're a sponsor of the show now. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that was, that was a really cool experience in like 2018. So very cool. Very excited then, to try it again. And then uh, the podcast, your favorite memory <clears throat> moment? Well, I have a lot of favorite moments. Um, I assume one of the spirits competitions? Well, <laughs> definitely the one when uh, Allie handed me victory over you. But that's high up there. No, actually, I was thinking about this. I mean, I hate to be kind of a one track, but the old Forester, when we got to try the 150th, the three batches, that was just really oh, yeah. cool. And um, some of the early ones were kind of wild, but we were just like, we would be at like your old apartment or my apartment. We did not have mics around the table. We had like a laptop yeah. <laughs> or like a cell phone, I think. Yeah, so. if you are, listen to those early episodes, they're they're a little rough sound wise, but they were fun. I yeah. mean, they were like during the pandemic, but and the, the friendship was yeah. still there. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah, <laughs> before all the infighting. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cuba, your your history with Pappy. History with Pappy. I mean, it was is uh, always one of those brands that, like, when I started getting into whiskey a couple years ago, you just you you hear all these flutters and murmurs about, oh, Pappy Van Winkle, mm. how special, fantastic it is. And it, it holds this elevated place um, in, in like pretty much every bourbon drinker's <laughs> mind. But I, I remember um, one year I was lucky enough to, to get a bottle of the 15 and just how exciting that was. Um, I ended up cracking it with, with a bunch of friends and, and sharing it. And like, that opportunity to have something that special and share it with with a bunch of people who um, I had met in Chicago and, and had also become very special to me, just like regardless of what we thought of the whiskey, just opening that together really cemented that moment as one of my favorite mm-hmm. whiskey moments. Like it's it has become one of those really social celebratory brands for for that reason. And um, I have had the opportunity to try the full lineup once at, at another Chicago location, slightly toasted. There was one year where, where they did um, the full Pappy lineup. I think it was like 2018, 2019, something like that. You could buy a ticket and try like half an ounce of, of each of them. And yeah, sitting in a room with 20, 30 other Chicago bourbon dudes, most of whom I didn't <laughs> know, was was weird, but also fun to kind of share this experience <coughs> together. So A lot of them don't shower regularly. Well, well, I was, I was, <laughs> was this a Turkish bathhouse you were in? Yeah, how do you think yeah. I paid for my ticket? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember when you opened that bottle of the 15, you really cemented our friendship. Come on. <laughs> Very cool. And uh, your, your favorite uh, memory from the, the Oh, man. Um, favorite memory? Well, as, as we were kind of talking before the show, like I don't have a ton of memories here because I always leave here so intoxicated yeah. <laughs> but uh i think i think just have having a place for all my four roses ramblings has been a, a real privilege and and a pleasure like just having been on the internet for years consuming all this information that nobody wanted to listen to <laughs> and suddenly people with the microphones are like here talk about it <laughs> yes fantastic so finally my moment is here yeah that's that's been great awesome very cool uh jenny you're uh 
my experience with Pappy is mostly um, hanging out with people like you here at the table who have bottles of Pappy and me having the privilege to be able to try. Um, this will be my first time tasting the whole lineup, though, and I'm very excited. Very cool. And your, your favorite podcast memory? So this is a tough one because I have a lot, but generally speaking, I like when we get to go visit small distilleries. Mm -hmm. So like going to Star Union with the guys was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. um, but in the recent uh, year, my favorite visit was the Happy Raptor Distilling oh, yeah. uh, visit down in New Orleans. That was a really fun place to go. Um, and then going back just a little bit, um, when I got to interview, um, one of the guys from Cincinnati distilling, that was the first time we kind of did an onsite thing. Um, that was pretty cool as well. Unfortunately, that was just me solo, but you know, I still had a good time doing that episode. Well, it's good to know your, your fondest <laughs> memories are <laughs> without no, any of us but, there. But, but remember I brought all the stuff you, back you and did. we talked about it together. And that bananas Foster's rum from happy Raptor does fuck. It really does so, fuck. It's yeah. so good. It's like Savannah's mm -hmm. favorite. Mm -hmm. Great bottle. <laughs> Uh, Todd, your uh, your history with Pappy. So Weller is really what got 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 me pulled into bourbon in terms of like trying to hunt for something that was a little bit mm -hmm. more rare and hyped. And I wanted to get a bottle of Pappy or something from the Pappy lineup, and mm -hmm. I hopped on Craigslist, and I got an old rip tenure that I had to meet somebody at an Olive Garden in Schaumburg. <laughs> so I meet awesome. this guy. I've got cash. It was it was the roughest handy he ever got. But the guy gets out of his car. States very clearly that he's got multiple guns in his vehicle. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, you know, don't steal these bottles from me because I will oh leave you dead in an Olive Garden with the breadsticks. <laughs> so made the purchase, got Super the bottle, shared the shit out of it. I mean, that's what you do with the bottles like that. And uh, yeah. really enjoyed it. Hell that's yeah. awesome. And then your, uh, your favorite uh, podcast memory. It's actually going to be one that never aired. It's the blind tasting that I God. set up for you and John. Oh, God. Where I meticulously gave five samples <laughs> each representing one of the major distilleries and you guys were supposed to go through and try to figure out if you could at least find out what distillery it was that was and the apparently one. there was a lot of you know, i think we did that was a third episode that night yeah yeah there was yeah. a lot of podcasting that went on before that and uh yeah and john and i are very bad at blind tasting that's why we don't do that that often yeah, yeah. great episode John guessed Buffalo Trace on every single one. Yeah, and well, you got to answer C. He was right C. on <laughs> one, one, of them. one of the times, yeah. yeah. But that was a great episode. Um, <laughs> in terms of the ones that aired, I really have enjoyed our tequila episodes that we've done together. Oh, G4, yeah. the Fortaleza. No, mm, very, very, yeah. very cool stuff. Fortaleza <laughs> was a good one. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to amend mine so much. You guys have really pointed out some really good ones. You can you can point out more if you want. Let's come back around to yeah. it later on. Um, <laughs> uh, for me, I, this is my first real... Uh, First bottle I ever got was an Old Rip 10, and less about the beginning of it, but how that bottle finished uh, was I had about a third of it left, and I drank all of it out of the bottle during the Buccaneer Super Bowl victory. <laughs> yeah, you did. 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that was, uh, that was a good way to celebrate. Mm -hmm. Worth, uh, go. You're told. Yeah, so they tell me. Yeah, <laughs> go box. And uh, man, my favorite podcast member, there's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, our trip to Star Union is definitely yeah. high, high up there. That was such a good time. Um, so much fun doing that. Lots of good spirits. Yeah, a lot of cool spirits. A lot of just really, really unique experience for us to go do it. And we got we to gotta go back. Yeah. That Tour was, guide talking about other spirits. That was awesome, too. Yeah, that was that was super cool. <laughs> um, paranormal. Sort I, also, yeah. <laughs> I also loved our trip to NOCO up in Fort Collins back in January. Yeah, that was really cool. Because um, that was the, one of the earlier times where it was like the fact we have a podcast really paid off. And <laughs> yeah, we he rolled uh, out the red carpet for us. For yeah. Sure. So that was like, oh, man, 
the minimal amount of fame that I have is really coming through right now. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on minimal. Yeah. But, I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he looked into the podcast before he invited us. Like he was just like, Oh, podcast. Okay. Let's do this. I can't blame him for not listening to the episodes. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you don't because you have some strong words for me. I know. Yeah. If, if you ever listen to him. All right. So in front of us guys, we're, we got us some pappy here, but I do want to give you a quick, 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 quick overview of the brand. Yeah. Who is pappy? So, and this is kind of, kind of straight out of the website, but uh, I, I do think it's important just to give you the background. Um, Julian P. Pappy Van Winkle Sr.'s uh, mantra was, we make fine bourbon at a profit if we can, at a loss if we must, but always fine bourbon. Uh, his involvement with bourbon began in 1893 as a traveling salesman for W.L. Weller & Sons. He and a coworker, Alex Farnsley, eventually merged the uh, Stitzel Distillery, which produced bourbon for Weller. The two companies merged to form Stitzel Weller, um, opened on Derby Day, of 1935. Mm. Um, they quickly became known for their weeded bourbon recipe, using wheat instead of rye in the mash for a softer, smoother taste. Uh, Pappy remained highly involved with the distillery up until his death in 1965 at the age of 91. Um, Pappy was the first in four generations of Van Winkle bourbon making. His son, Julian Jr., uh, ran operations at Stitzel Weller until uh, its sale in 1972, um, he resurrected a pre-prohibition label called Old Rip Van Winkle, uh, use, um, which c- continues to run operations of the Van Winkle brand at Buffalo Trace Distillery, uh, along with his son Preston. Uh, both the Old Rip Van Winkle and the Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve labels are now produced at Buffalo Trace and remain in high demand, as you guys all know. Just a little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both labels continue to receive the highest acclaim throughout the industry with numerous awards and accolades. That does always interest me, how Buffalo Trace makes this product for them, like on contract, makes Weller and then they can choose to like, well, the best barrels are going to be Van Winkle and Peppy. Barrels. Yeah. No, yeah. I was going to ask, you know, I should know this, but I mean, how did that contract get forged? I mean, I wasn't did, there. Did Julian go <laughs> knock on the, on the door and yeah, it, it seems like it's a partnership that's really paid off for everybody involved. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's doing pretty well. Uh, but in front of us first, we've got the old Rip Van Winkle tenure. Get excited. Um, Very excited. Tastes like the, a buck Super Bowl victory. Uh, it's a weeded mash bill. Uh, so I was looking because they don't really publicize this. Maybe one of you guys has more insight than I do. But where I read was possibly seventy percent corn, sixteen percent wheat, fourteen percent malted barley. But uh, I couldn't really find that definitively anywhere. Um, obviously, aged for ten years. There's a splash of Kentucky limestone water and is added after aging. Um, comes in at one hundred and seven proof. We don't know the barrel entry proof. I do not. But, uh, yeah, what's everybody getting on the nose? Classic cherry. Cherry, cherry, cherry. Cherry cobbler. Candy. Jam. And some confectionery sugar. It's like a really pronounced sweetness. I was going to say honey, but yours is better. Any shout outs from the studio audience? Well, they're going to have their chance. Uh, in a <laughs> Write them bit. down. Take take notes, guys. We can we can do shout outs on on. Uh, uh, yeah, if you had a really strong opinion on something. On a tasting yell note. Out a note. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get a little strong. I, I get <laughs> Savannah's got lots of strong opinions. <laughs> you invited the call-outs. I don't know. Do you remember who's on the couch? Don't get her started on trickle-down economics. Uh, um, I get a little strawberry on the nose, but that's just me. I get like peppermint a little bit, too. Yeah, the candied fruits are there. And, mm-hmm. and look, you know, this is our kind of first nose here. And I'll say that this is like Van Winkle's. Like their noses are so great. It's one of my favorite noses in all of whiskey. They do a really good job with those. Ooh, yeah. All right, we're diving right in. Ooh, 
I just get a hint of spice there that I didn't wasn't expecting on the, on the note. 107 proof, you know? Yeah. It definitely has I a I don't think it's a hint. I think that's a lot of spice. Mm -hmm. A lot of flavor for a weeded. Yeah. Any thoughts? Strong thoughts? I see the wheels turning over at Cuba's. Strongly good. <laughs> Balanced oak. It's Jake. No. Yeah. You know, it's not in your face or anything. Well, oak and leather, like cola. The cola is a good, good note. Mm -hmm. Whenever we make our own tasting wheel, I would like cola to be added to it. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm getting like clove and herbal tea, kind of some of that aromatic. Yeah. It's, it's a little darker. I like the clove. That's what I was, I was yeah. looking at here. It's, it is strongly good. I liked that note from the studio audience. You can call them the peanut gallery. That's okay. <laughs> or the kids' table. Mm -hmm. Getting wheat. <laughs> right. Pretty good, though. It's, it's, I know it's pretty good in a whiskey Coke. I've got mm -hmm. first-hand experience. It is like with, that heat is there, it being 107 proof on, on um, you know, first sip, but it dissipates very quickly. Like it, I, yeah. I didn't get much of a Kentucky hug with it going down. No, it's definitely like sharp on the palate and then on the finish. It's really nice. I get a and hint of that red fruit that I got on the nose on the palate as well. Mm. For sure. For me, that was like cherry and clove. <clears throat> Those are the two main ones for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would guess 107. Blind, I would say a little bit hotter. I agree. But it, it does. But like 110, 112. Not exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I would say. And I, but I agree with Kubo wholeheartedly that it's while it's there, it doesn't stick around long enough to give you that. You know, Kentucky hug. You would know the Kentucky hug too, being from Louisville area. I mean, that was his nickname in high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back on, on college and high school. Leading to so. many a restraining order. <laughs> right. <You're> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. He hugs a little oh, too Oh, here long. comes the Kentucky hugger. <laughs> yeah. He whispers that in my ear every time he hugs me. <laughs> You've heard of the Boston Strangler. He's the Kentucky hugger. As he writes in all caps, as I write. <laughs> <laughs> we did confirm bef before the podcast that Daniel writes in all caps. I was about to say, yeah, we had a handwriting discussion. I asked who yeah. who writes in cursive. Nobody said yes. So and I'm the block capital writer. <laughs> so next up, we've got the Van Winkle Family Reserve Lot B. Why is this one different? I always wonder this. Well, two main reasons. One, it's age 12 years, so it's a little, little bit older, and it's proof. To ninety point four, so lower proof. Is that the lowest that of these? No, no, no. Okay, tied with the twenty. Okay, mm -hmm. very interesting. So something I've always wondered about, and maybe we could talk about it when we get into the mm -hmm. Peppy fifteen and the twenty, is the jump around in the proof. It yeah, was what is up a little with that? strange to me. What is up with that? Because I'm used to as stuff gets older, sometimes, especially from the same lineup, that often it'll be proofed down, and I assume that you know they need to soften that raging oak. So you're yeah, not going to soften that raging oak sometimes. Wow. Whoa. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> soften, soften that. that, that I got, can I amend my favorite moment? <laughs> Is that right there? Yeah. It's actually a good band name. Actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to clip that, that quote and I'm going to replay it on the soundboard. Oh my God. That sounds I'm great. so honored. But, you know, soften the oak. Another great. The raging. He doesn't want to say raging. It's, it's not in here, Todd. Just own it. Does but, this does, does this line up with the Weller proofs? I mean, we've got Weller 107, right? And then is Weller 12 at 90.4 as well? Or is it's it 90? Yeah. Right? So there's similarities there. Yeah. But then there isn't a Weller for the 15 year. Yeah. But right. it, but for the 15 year, it jumps up to 107, and I like that they do that. Mm -hmm. I, I like that the 15 year isn't at 90 proof. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it's just kind of weird how it bounces around like that. I think that's kind of unusual for a lineup. I think that speaks to somebody tasting and thinking that these bourbons taste best at those proofs, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And uh, this, this is based on no fact at all, but I, I kind of believe like a brand like this, it's, it seems so like dug in on its tradition that I bet there was just one year that that proof made sense. And 107 made proof for the other barrels that were aged that, and then they just always stuck and with it. Do we know that's it? what that's what Grandpa did? Are mm-hmm. these consistent from year to year? These proofs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I yes, think sir. they're pretty consistent. Wow. And like the BTAC stuff, like the Eagle Rare 17, that proof changed. I mean, and granted, that's not a Pappy lineup. Sure. But, but like the uh, the Stag changes every year. The Eagle Rare one, I mean, it's always now it's like 101. It used to yeah. be like 90. That's right. Yeah, it used to like be that. 90, I believe. Yeah. Or 93. But like at least those are consistent. And this is, but yeah, stag is not. So we're so you've got the the uh, ninety point four. A lot of B in front of us here. What are you guys getting on the nose? I get a little bubble gum. Yeah, this is softer. Definitely softer. I feel like it's instead of it being cherry, it's something more subtle, like a raspberry, like juicy fruit, Mm. Mm. strawberry, sweeter. Todd, I think it was you that said citrus. Yeah, like orange peel. This is like walking. I was gonna say lemon, but Mm. yeah, walking into a French bakery. There you go. There's like. It's more it's like ooh, soft, nomination like for a tasting note. Croissant. Croissant. It's almost like a orange like frosting or something because I'm thinking like when I eat an orange bean from Florida, you know, I do that a lot. Sure. That can be like really in your face and this is just so light. Like cream sickly. Yeah. Mm. I see. Yeah. I enjoy the palate on that. I get a little bit of spice on that one too. I kind of like that they've proofed that down. I, Parker and I are on record uh, liking the 90 to 100 proof a lot. Yeah. I think this drink's a little hotter than 90, mm-hmm. like if I were to blind it. I've kind of always felt that way about Lot B. I'll tell you what, coming from the 107 to this, <clears throat> I feel like this is... You get a little, like, toffee, maybe? Cereal, kind of, for me. Mm-hmm. I get something, something in that honey toffee range. Yeah. And then a hint of that fruit. A little tea. Black and then maybe oh maybe there you go I like that no tea I like the black tea mm-hmm. like I need, I need black s- tea no sweetener S- Stephen s- s- start thinking of a detailed black tea note when you get over here for, for the for, yep for yeah Steve, Steve's my tea guy I gotta get oh yeah yeah that. yeah he knows all the types of tea mm-hmm. no but I I like that clove note from before from kind of one oh seven or from the tenure mm-hmm. hmm. on this one just more subtle on this one yeah it's definitely more subtle. The oak is definitely more pronounced here. For sure. Like it's a, it's got a touch of bitterness mm-hmm. to my it's, palate. It's almost a little drying for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, astringent. I don't get any of that cherry jamminess I got on the tenure, no. which is interesting. I'm getting still some sweetness, like, but I guess it's more of like a subtle sweet tea. But I know somebody said it wasn't sweet tea, but it's it's not like as in your face. But I'm still getting not like a... A fruit for sweetness, but something sweet. I was about to say, like that orange creamsicle thing we were talking about's not there. No. Yeah. It's, it's more of a toffee honey kind of thing is what I was getting. But totally. Everyone said no. No, I don't think so. John John looked at me in the face and said, That's fucking stupid. Well, I did stamp on your <laughs> I did stamp on your foot and I said, Shut up, you sound stupid. <laughs> but I mouthed it. No, I see that that kind of like raw honey on, on the finish, like a darker honey. Mm-hmm. That's excellent though. I do I wonder it. where is lot B? <laughs> Why do they call it Lot B? Type it into Google Maps, it's, see what happens. It's next to Lot A. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are we left to assume that all the other Van Winkle and Pappy comes from Lot A? No, there's Lot C, there's Lot D. No. You made that up. 
Todd's over here shaking his head like, no. I, I don't know. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> saying like, like, no, absolutely not. That's with, incorrect. With the brain power that's here. If we don't know it, it's unknowable. Coop is asking chat GPT right now. <laughs> Tell me a story about what happened at Lot B with Van Winkle. <laughs> this is in the Pentagon? Oh, we have somebody. So from yesteryear. So the so latte exists out in the world. And you can get it. You got to meet a guy at an Italian at an Olive Garden. He's got yeah. guns. You're, you're, Who has guns? Yeah. You're gonna have to do what Todd did and give a guy a hand job in an Olive Garden parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. He didn't yeah, shoot we, me. I got a, we got a question from the studio audience. I'm gonna say it in the microphone. Is it true that Weller Twelve is Lot B that doesn't make the cut? Uh, I cannot confirm or deny that. Just whatever you think. I don't think so. So, I, But I would lean towards no. I would lean towards no as well. I think it is a yes. I think that all Weller is... Because I, I would guess happy they, they, didn't make they, the cut. They, they would put lot B that didn't make the cut into old Rip. Hmm. Impossible. Would, would be my guess. I do like that we're talking about this as a matter of opinion. <laughs> like, yes. I think yes. I think no. Well, yeah, there aren't facts, but how do you feel? <laughs> Can we talk about that the Vin Winkles didn't have a marketing department if they had this flagship, you know, top of the line product that they stamped Lot B on the label? Right. That just, yeah. But then again, it's kind of like, I don't know, the, the marketing is their fandom, I guess. You know, I, I've got to say, like the Lot B bottle, I kind of like that. It strikes me. Like it, it's elegant. You mean you like the look? I do. It actually reminds me, like the label reminds me more of like a wine I was just about label to say. Yeah, than yeah, a, yeah, well, you know it. how pa Pappy blew up, right? And wine enthusiasts in like 96, they were like, this is a great whiskey. And then all the wine drinkers were like, oh, maybe I could get into whiskey. Yeah. And they, those wine drinkers have unlimited money. <laughs> I mean, who else can open up a bottle that's like $50 and drink it that night? My God. Well, we can too, but we don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. As we sit here around thousands of dollars of Pappy Van Winkle. But we don't finish it right away. <laughs> yeah. At least not intentionally. But that lot B, not um, intentionally. that very like simple, I mean, it's like the simplest of all the Pappy and Van Winkle logos. No question. And it kind of reminds me of like something as simple as like the Judson and Moore logo that I'm looking at, or yeah. like a Koval logo. Like they mm -hmm. just did not. Minimal. Yeah. Yeah. There's something to be said in its simplicity, I think. It yeah. almost makes you feel like they were like, you know what? Um, we need you to have this now. We're not going to wait for it to be 15 year. You got to remember, Pappy was doing this since 1893. So long it's, ago. It's, it's old school, and it should be. Have you guys like, been doing anything since 1893? Me personally, no. No. Mm -mm. No. Um, all right, so this here's going to be the real tricky part of this episode. So we're doing a line change to get our... Uh, yep, um, to get our, our studio audience members into... Kids table. Um, yeah. Coming here. So you guys have been tasting along with us, taking detailed notes. Of. Um, oh, sure. So, Stephen, your, your initial thoughts on the 10 and, and the Lappy. Uh, like just right off the top, initial, yeah, initial thoughts, yeah. man, that lot B right? kind of crushes it in the just one-on-one -on -one comparison. Yeah. Like it was silky smooth. It was easy. Mm -hmm. And again, I, Daniel mentioned, Daniel mentioned the noses. Mm -hmm. Correct. Like could not agree more with like mm -hmm. some of the most opulent nose of bourbon that I've I actually, actually kind of felt like the the ten year had a, a more interesting nose 
but I, I do vastly prefer the palette on the 12. Yeah, the, the, I would the agree 12 with that. crushed it on the palette. But mm-hmm. yeah, the 10-year nose was really nice. Yeah, that's consistent with the higher proof. You know, there's just more to with the mm-hmm. huff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, huff. Jake yeah. Savannah, your thoughts? Uh, are we, uh, the the uh, 10 or the 12? Uh, just, uh, both. Just jump in on whatever you feel four. like. Okay. Um, I would say the uh, what I thought was interesting was going from the 10 to the 12, that even though the 12 has more age, because that's how numbers work, um, there was more oak. You hear that, Allie? That's how numbers work. Yeah. I'm learning Science. every day. <laughs> I've got my GED. Um, yeah, I, uh, I thought it was interesting how there was more oak, noticeably more oak on the uh, old rip yep. in the lot B. Um, and obviously adding water to that to bring the proof down brought out more, I think, just, you know, esters. and. I, think it op- I, I agree. I think it opened it up a bit. Yeah. No, for sure. Which I, I dig the palette on the Different 12. vibe. Yeah. As a proof queen, did you prefer one over the other? You know, that's interesting. So what I did was I mixed them together, and then I added a little bit of RC Cola. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I, I would love to say he was kidding, but I wasn't paying enough attention yeah. to be to that for I, sure. No, the yeah. rules have been established at the kids' table. <laughs> There's <laughs> not a lot. One, <laughs> one of those rules is you should always have a side drink that you're sipping. Right. Uh, we, we decided, if nothing else, Called a palate cleanser the kids' table is, is going to be drunker at the end of this. Right, of course. Shocker. I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny any of that. I do want to jump back. You asked for a tea. Yes. And we kind of hush, hushily discussed that. I'm actually very impressed with how quietly you discussed that yeah, because I, would, I did not I did not realize. Stephen and I mostly communicate through eye contact. Yeah. It, it's, and there's a little bit of whispers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, blinking Morse code. That's a... Lady I'm impressed. Gray. Ooh, I like that. It's Earl Grey, that bergamot, but with a hint of citrus and mm-hmm, fruit mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. on. Is but that nice. the new marzipan? <laughs> oh, no. Lady Grey, oh I like That's it. That's a question for John. Yeah, um, there will always be marzipan. I, I had circus <laughs> peanuts written down. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's a great note. <laughs> yeah. Not that anyone's asked me yet, but uh, I'm ready. We're working on it. Allie and Stephen both do have little pads of paper written with notes. I provided that whole table with pads of paper. So, Allie, your thoughts on the 10 and 12? I'm so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> I can give you my um, notes on the nose. My initial note on the 10 was maple sugar immediately. And I like, uh, there's something about being at that table and Steven sitting across from me. Every time that I get a note, I go, Steven, am I crazy? Or, and I was like, am I crazy? Or is there maple sugar? And he's like, no, 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 you're good. <laughs> so then my note on the 12 year was, Steven, am I crazy? Or are you getting a little bit of licorice? Yeah, and I did love this because I did have star anise, like yeah. just mm-hmm. just a f- little flavor of it, just a hint. Very cool. Look, look at you go. That's okay. I know. I was really proud of myself. That's Thank awesome. you. <laughs> they they grow up so fast, Jenny. You know? you know, I'm actually very proud of them. I wasn't sure how it was going to be like switching people in and out, but good notes from everybody. Where's that applause? So Savannah, ten or twelve? What do you like better? Um, personally, I like the twelve. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's just, it's pappy. It's whatever. <laughs> I really thought Savannah was going to jump in and be like that, that, uh, bourbon we were drinking on the side was really nice. <laughs> um, you, I, I forgot to write down my like nosing notes, but oh, I have okay. my tasting notes. Should, we? Yeah, please, oh, okay. please. So for the 10 year, I tasted cherries, wheat and oaky wood. That mm-hmm. doesn't say weed. That's just wood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for the 12 year, I tasted, um, tobacco spice and spicy peaches and I like I tobacco thought, spice. Yeah. And I thought like it tasted like what a like um, 
Like if I had like a sugar daddy who was super rich and he had like a nice den that had like a big library and like leather chairs mm-hmm. and he bought me a lot of things and like <laughs> <laughs> I tasted what his place would smell like. Right. I, I love know, that. I know exactly what you mean, weirdly. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. She tasted his I, place. I like yeah. it. <laughs> I feel like your spicy peaches, it makes me think of like a spicy cocktail, like a spicy margarita yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I just, I thought the 12 year was a lot smoother, mm. um, you know. Good notes, though. I'm proud very of you. Cool. Yeah, thank you. I'm trying to be very serious about this. And then, while I've got you guys here, I would I want to get everybody's um, history with the brand, like we did earlier. So, uh, Stephen, what's your uh, your your background with Pappy? Uh, very limited. Um, so that surprises me just a little bit. But then again, it's, it's not around all the time. Like sure, I've, I get that. If it was a beer shop, he'd be all over it. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> I feel like Stephen's too obscure for Pappy. It. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm a weird guy. But uh, I've really only had a couple of expressions over the years when I was in like a uh, department liquor store that was doing a tasting mm-hmm. or mm. even like a staff training. I've had a couple of couple of experiences. This will be like Jenny. This will be my like proper introduction yeah. to the brand. Um, and I'm stoked about it because I hear about it all the fucking time. Like yeah. constantly. Yeah. 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 Can I get a pappy? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh my follow up to you, uh, what's your favorite podcast memory? Don't this say is, This oh. is tough. Oh man. Cuz and I have to give I have to just give a shout out uh to Star Union and mm-hmm. that 5 gallon still. Cuz I oh, genuinely yeah. thought it was just an antique that they had on display and he was like, "No, we make absinthe in that." Like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I love you." So, you know what's funny is that a recent distillery that I went to, they had one that was similar to that and I was like, "Oh, do you guys use that actually use that for anything?" And they were like, "No, it's just for decoration." And yeah. I was just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, you guys aren't mm-hmm. doing it right." Yeah. Like, <laughs> Star Union, they're doing it right. <laughs> uh, but uh, still to this day, like it makes me chuckle. Thinking about it, it is uh, the peanut butter whiskey Hell episode, yeah. and it is our guest Nick Accardi, um, award-winning award. I mean, I'm yeah. just gonna put some Jim Beam and Skippy Crunchy in a blender, and I'm gonna call it Nut Up In Ya. It gets me fucking every oh, time. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, that still is our most listened to episode, by the way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking peanut butter get whiskey that episode. Man out. Again. He's amazing. Yeah. Steven, He's amazing. I thought you were going to say chasing bamboo rum in the Chai Spirits guys. Also, no, that, shout out that might to have been my favorite moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> John learning that I do not like I le- underproof rum. I learned so much about you that day. Yeah, yeah, that was a learning experience. <laughs> I mean, for le- legally not actually rum if you want to get right, technical. Right. It's only seven I, proof. Yeah, oh, there's a lawsuit yeah. against them in New York. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be Seriously? part of the class action. Yeah, yeah, that, that is actually happening. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, Are you going to be the prosecutor on well, that, John? I'll, no, but I'll tell you my damages: uh, an eighty dollar bottle. Of rum that I, <laughs> I was like, hold up, is it really a class action lawsuit? There is a class action. That's, that's, oh, a, real class action that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, would. <laughs> so be a name plaintiff in that. So Jake, tell us a little bit your, your history with Pappy. Um, also very limited. Um, uh, he left for milk and cigarettes when I was young and never came back. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back. He'll be back any day now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I think the first time I ever had it was with a friend at, um, what was that little whiskey bar that was on Irving over? Actually, Fountainhead. Uh, no. no. That's too that's You're wrong. Not um, it's not Pitchfork. It was right? Pitchfork and now it's a pizza place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it <laughs> used to be. Yeah. It used the to be. operative <laughs> term, but, um, <laughs> 
Um, I was there with a friend, and uh, he's kind of uh, the high roller type, and they said they had Pappy 15. He's like, let's get some. I'm like, that's too expensive. He's like, it's on me. I'm like, we should get a double. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he um, ordered us a couple, Mm -hmm. but um, that was the first time uh, I've at most owned a bottle of Pappy 10 and Pappy 15. Uh, And um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty pretty much it, the limit. Very cool. And then your uh, favorite memory of the podcast? I was sitting here trying to think of that as I heard mm. that question, like circling back around to mm-hmm. me, and it's it's really hard to say. The episode that I was a, uh, a judge for your oh, yeah. competition yeah. was mm. definitely a, a close first. Oh, I mean, man. getting to that line and mm-hmm. had some pretty interesting blind like guesses. There. I'm sweating just thinking about that episode. <laughs> the two of you staring at me like Poxitani Phil. <laughs> <laughs> like See that goddamn shadow. shadow. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know? so like Jake's like at the end of I the pressure. table and they're on either side just like, yeah. like oh my God, what's he going to do? Everyone's Kick so nervous. <laughs> just yeah. talk about the under the table kicks. Yeah, <laughs> high pressure situation. And I'll never forget Parker at the very end when the, the last one that I picked because it went the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To the end, yeah. And I ended up picking his glass. Parker leaned back and Mike went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, like, it was so close. So to stressful. Took that. years off his life. Seriously. But uh, no, I'd say more than that, the, the favorite uh, uh, memory would be the Party Can episode. Oh, what a oh heck yeah. That, yeah. Was, oh, that was, was a good time. That was a good one. What a banger. I was hoping that, was that one would come up today. Yeah, yeah, that was a really fun one. We brought the party. That was fantastic. That's true. All right, Savannah, your, uh, your history with Pappy. Well, I'm quite angry with Jake because I was going to make some joke about how Pappy Wrinkle was like my great uncle or something, but he went ahead and pulled that. But um, so my history with it is um, I was there when Jake tried it for the first time. I remember that um, with our friends and I remember Jake being like, I'm drinking Pappy. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um, and Do you remember what you were drinking at the time? <laughs> no, I don't. I do know I was drunk. Um, so... Um, and then after that, um, Jake has yet to release this video, but we did a video of me trying Pappy for the first time. And um, he really needs to release it because I, without, I guess I can give it away. I don't think he cares. But um, so I actually I poured um, Dr. Pepper and another Glencairn and switched <laughs> them out. And then I took a drink of it and spit it out and acted like it was the Pappy <laughs> to like make him think. And so anyway, that's amazing. That, my, that sounds that, great. That, that <laughs> I got my whole day. Oh, his reaction. Oh my God. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but other than that, like that's really, it sits on our shelf. Um, we drink, we have a bottle of one of them. 12 year, I think. Yeah, I think 15. You get a 15, you get a, you get a 15 yeah. Oh, okay, thanks, Parker. We have a 15. <laughs> glad so, um, <laughs> I'm glad you did too. So yeah. we have a bottle of 15 so that we can drink it on special occasions. And then like right before Jake went to the hospital, have his appendix taken out, we definitely chugged, mm. we just took a oh, swig Amazing. because he was really scared that he was going to die in surgery and he wanted his last drink <laughs> to be. You happy. know, he looks better without the appendix. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I guess he does, yeah. Um, but <laughs> so that's really my history. Fantastic. With and then your favorite memory of the podcast. Um, I would say the party can episode, any episode where I get to talk to Allie. <laughs> you too. Producer uh, Jenny freaking hates. Touching across the table. Yes. <laughs> so the amount of times the C word, I won't even say it, but you guys know 
has Sorry. flown across this yeah. table. And, um, I know that the last time <laughs> Allie and I were episode. on an episode together, Parker had he Parker probably is wanted to sweating kill us. bullets um, right now. We yeah. between the two, me, me and uh, Parker, we cut out like over an hour of that yeah. episode. It got a little, <laughs> but you know what, Savannah, we had a great time. A we lot, did. a and lot that's what matters. Now. Yeah, that was I important. Don't know that, that is what matters. Okay, you guys had a good time. <laughs> as long as Allie and I are having a good time, that's all that matters. Listeners, if you want to hear that, along the way, if you want to hear that episode, write Chai Spirits, guys, and. Pay us money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's, that's a Patreon. Yeah. yeah, that's a Patreon release. Not sure. safe for the, work edition. Yeah, yeah the uncut party cam. But our, our only drams, as Jake would say. Okay. <laughs> only drams. Um, so, Allie, your uh, your history with Pappy. My history with Pappy, and I cannot believe that Jake and Savannah like, <laughs> neglected to talk about this. What. Thanksgiving this past year. Oh, our first Thanksgiving together. Wait, did we do an episode? No, where I was well, told why. save the pappy for the guests, and I learned that I was no longer a guest in this oh. household. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What was that? Okay. What was that? That's funny. Parker, Jenny, what what were we drinking? I know it was pappy. Pappy. I'm guessing it was twelve. Yeah, probably the twelve because I, okay. I didn't have the fifteen yet. Yeah. yeah. So we were drinking the pappy twelve, and we were we were putting it down. Uh, also, I would say friend of the pod, but is he? No. Harrison was also no. here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we had a lovely Thanksgiving together and put down a lot of Pappy 12. Uh, those bourbon carrots were fire. Good job. Yeah, I, yeah they I, were I, so good. I remember Thanksgiving. Appreciate and, you. And then your, uh, your favorite memory of the podcast. Oh, God, I hate to be this person to be like, I can't narrow it down to one. Then don't be. Um, well, <laughs> what I will say, overarching point um, that for me is very special is that like the evolution of my friendship with Jenny Parker, John, everyone in this room right now. But some of us did get a shout out. Yeah. Listen, uh, (laughs) even you, Scott, who I just met today, um, the, no, the evolution of all of our friendship kind of starts with this podcast. That's not how we met, but that is like what drove the friendship forward. Kind Mm -hmm. of that in the box, obviously. Go box. Um, Football. Um, which is really cool and special Sports. for me, but for people who don't care about that, um, <laughs> anytime we get to drink red breast and like, that's like the one thing I kind of get a little like in my little warm fuzzies about, mm-hmm. I love that fucking red breast. I'll get in so, warm fuzzies, Allie. Savannah, don't <laughs> tell me with okay, a good okay. fucking time. <laughs> you also, yeah, you left getting in my red breasts right there. You left it yeah. right there. You better rain this in. You better rain this in. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. Any more uh, examples of what happens when Allie and Savannah are together on the podcast? That paywall. <laughs> I, I loved learning that you put me in a room with Savannah. You should turn all microphones off. <laughs> <laughs> or turn them on and cameras. <laughs> but only if you're paying. <laughs> Great stuff, gang. That's uh, <laughs> Should we get the serious people back in here? Yeah, yeah, we're going to tag everybody else out for uh, our next real, real taste, real which quick is quick yeah. before we do that. I just wanted to say, congrats, guys, on 100 oh, episodes. You. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Proud of what you guys do. Love working with you. Um, I did reach out to Joe Rogan um, <laughs> for uh, a message I wanted to relay to you if that was cool. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, Hey friends, Joe Rogan here. I'm the biggest fan of Shy Spirit guys, and I'm like the biggest toe man. I'm like a big old toe boy, and I love Jenny's toes. Only toes can come on, baby. I just thought I'd mention that. Anyways, congrats on 100 episodes. I remember when I hit that mark, I was bumped out of my skull on a DMT sandwich, shaking it with space lizards and watching little blue men sing meatloaf. Soon, you'll be doing the same thing and celebrating episode 100,000. Parker and John. 
You're real masters of your craft. I've learned so much from you guys, and I never learn anything. You all have come a long way, and you should be proud. Cheers to you, and let me come in. <laughs> I think he's outside right now, guys. <laughs> the roadster. The roadster. Fantastic. Thank you for that. And on that note, God. let's take a quick break. Kids table out. <laughs> and we're back. I'm joined again by the uh, the starting lineup. Good wow. to have you back, guys. I wish I had the ESPN, like, bum, 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 bum. Like, I wish right. I had that right now. But Had, had some solid uh, relief play from the bench. They, uh, <laughs> you know, extended the lead. That's, what you all, that's all you can hope for, you know. These are sports references. But plus minus. Yeah, <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I agree, John. Yeah, <laughs> they are. And, and let the record state the CBS interlude for the March Madness games. That's, that's the, yeah. the chime that gets me hyped more than any other. Used with permission. So next up, we've got the Pappy Van Winkle Reserve Rye. So uh, possibly 50, 51% rye mash bill. No, uh, no confirmable. It does smell light mint. Aged for 13 years. Comes in at 95.6 proof. Like a spearmint. Yeah. So, I mean, in other words, when you said it's like could be just the bare minimum of rye content mm-hmm. to make it a rye, I feel like I could, I could go with that theory based yeah. on the smell. Do we know if it's the same mash as the Sazerac rye? No idea. You know what? That's very... Because that's a pretty approachable rye, so I assume that's a lower rye. And also, considering that the Van Winkle's contract with Buffalo Trace to make these, and I don't know that Buffalo Trace has multiple rye mash pills, I think that's probably a pretty safe estimate. True. I don't think they do. Not that I've seen in the diagrams. Yeah. I mean... But those are also conjecture, right? Speculation. I've been called out for using this too much, but I might get a little bit of apricot on the nose. Is it apricot or apricot? And something worth mentioning for the rye is I feel like this is when we talked earlier about how this brand is so rooted in tradition. This one moves around a lot. And what I mean by that is like the earlier years, like 2011, that's like a golden goose for a lot of the Van Winkle rye folks. Like that was old, like tanked 18, 19 year rye, like really, really special stuff. I've not had it, Mm. but I've heard remarkable things about it. For the record, this is the 2022. Yeah. Um, I, I get some dried apricot too. Yeah, yes. thinking like dried fruit. I think I think it's um, I feel like this nose is just very very subtle though. Right, like, it's may, light. May, maybe a hint of fig. I'm getting a, a ton of mintiness and just a little bit mm. of leather, like a leather belt on it. Pappy, Pappy's leather belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think Julian Junior caught a lot of that back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real heavy handed with that. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna go in. Let's give it a try. Ooh, yeah, I get more of that. It's like an herbal mint. Yeah, that's a nice... um, Like mint leaves, not... Yeah. Not like... Yeah. Not like gum mint. You know... Like a a mint tea kind of thing going on. Yeah. And... But this does not remind me of what Sazerac rye tastes like. Or what Handy tastes like. Mm -mm. Maybe Old Saz. I don't know. Never had that. Yeah, this does not remind me of Handy. And and Daniel and I just had... Some Thomas Handy the other day. Yeah. Oh, you guys no, have nothing handies? like it at all. No. no. Yeah, we exchanged handies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the mint like really coats the tongue. Mm. It does. I mean, the pour itself just coats the mouth really well. Yeah. Great viscosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, there, there's a lot of herbaceous tea stuff going on mm-hmm. here. I get like chamomile on the palate, and mm. then on the finish, it's kind of matcha like, which I've never gotten on a whiskey before. Yeah, this is a very unique one, and I can't agree more with all of what you guys have said. I feel like I almost get a little bit of tobacco Mm. on the finish, Mm. like at the very end. Mm. 
Not much barrel. I mean, or we're getting, I don't know, maybe a little bit, but. I get barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe like having a cigar in the study. Yeah. yeah like the in cigar. The, in yeah. the study, though, you know. I think that's delicious, though. Yeah. It tastes like a very, I mean, rye at this age is just. What are you, 37? <laughs> I know. Thirty six. But no, I mean like it's not make me older than I than I actually am. Thirteen years old? I mean that's like seven years older than an old rye. You know, like I feel like rye's at three years are good to go and then at six are awesome. And this kind of thirteen tells you it's kind of worth waiting. So this is a really special one. It is. And I feel like it's underrepresented in the lineup. You know, people are agree. They, they tend to hunt down, like, you know, the one we're about ready to tap into, 15, 20, 23, you know, the face pappies. Like, those, those are the ones I think people are really thirsty for. But look, the rye, great. Is it's it because the rye is so hard to come by? It It is not always released, to your point. I, there uh, are years, I think it was 2020 or 2021, they just simply didn't release it for reasons that, that I don't know. I genuinely had no idea that... that that the rye existed until mm-hmm. Parker mentioned it to me, yeah. like well, uh, getting ready for this podcast. There's, yeah. They make significantly less rye than they do a really 15 and below, below expression. Like the rye is, I would say, as hard to get as, or at least as scarce as like a 20 year, but it's just not nearly as sought after as 20 or 23 year. So I just took my last 15. sip of the rye and I don't know if you guys agree with this, but sometimes the last sip of something can taste different from each other sip. Oh, sure. of course. And for me, I just got this like burst of orange kind of orange candy and it was mm. very cool. Love that. Yeah. And look, we, you know, we were talking about generic labels earlier with the lot B, the, the rye is the king of generic labels. It's like this construct, like brown construction paper looking label and like black capital letters. We yeah, would we would not know that because, or at least those of us at this table, other than you, because we had just a sample of it. That's how limited this thing was. It, yeah, no, it's all the others we have um, the bottles for, but th- we were really hard pressed to come by um, this one. So, so we're awesome, and now we're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on to the uh, Happy Van Winkle fifteen year, which is the beginning of a big showdown. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Can I, you can you elaborate? What I mean by showdown is I think. Uh, I don't want to say consensus, but I think a lot of folks, when they talk about Van Winkles, while I just mentioned the rise underrepresented for the, the ones that are represented, the 15 versus the 20 year, I think is the big, mm. big showdown okay. between the Van Winkles. Because 23 is just so hard to find and get a hold of. Um, unless you're John. Unless you're John. <laughs> yeah, this was a fluke. <laughs> It'll never happen again. That's why I'm treating it so scarcely. It certainly won't. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, Parker, we were talking about this the other day. Who's going to win the showdown here now, live on the podcast? Now, if you were to ask me a couple years ago, I would tell you that I think the 15 is better than the 20. But we're trying today the 15 and the 20 from 2022. Mm. So, you know, anything's possible. We'll see what happens. When I tried these in 2018, mm. I do remember my order was uh, 23, 15, kind of neck and neck, and the 20 was just beneath that. If it, so let's see what we think of this one, though. Um, it comes in at 107 proof. We're back there. Uh, this is specially selected from barrels in the heart of the aging warehouses, or so they say. So they are definitely cherry-picking these barrels. Oh, yeah. That's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. Stole my note. I was going to say cherry Speaking again. Speaking of cherries. I'm uh, like toasted marshmallow graham cracker. Let's just go all in and call it a s'more. This is... A Sunday s'more? Mm-hmm. I could see all of that. The... Mm-hmm. 
And, and the chocolate. And a little banana. Tobacco, kind of leathery. That oak is coming through on the nose mm. more than the others. Clear, mm. It sounds like the, the nose seems to be more complex with the higher proof here. It's a milk chocolate too, I think. No. I would agree, not dark chocolate, mm. unfortunately. It's still, yeah. It's. I love me some dark chocolate. It's a nice balance of like a heavy but also light. I don't, I don't know how else to put it, but. So yeah. clearly complex. I think we threw yeah. out the most adjectives. Like There's a right lot going the on there. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you're sensitive to, I feel like you could I feel like pick up on. Everybody had a few things to say. None of them were the same. Yeah. Its reputation precedes itself. Like I, I know this is, I, I understand here nosing this, why this is one of the kind of the key pappies that people are chasing down. I went heavy pour on this because it's my bottle and I wanted to. <laughs> and uh, fuck, I love that bottle. It's so good. Um, I get a hi- I get a hint of uh, of maybe clove. Now that you've tasted it, yeah, just uh, Ooh, that clove. is good. Yeah, it is more. There's like a subtle underlying sweetness there, maybe like uh, maybe honey. Definitely, definitely wood influence for sure. Yeah. I like that clove and anise flavor. That's just a beautiful representation of oak. Yeah, like it's it's that really nice balance of pronounced and woody, but not where it's getting bitter or overtaking anything. It's just it's just there throughout everything. And I'm going to be all over John's block on this one. A little bit of marzipan. (laughs) Oh God! I'm I'm building a summer home on John's block. I feel like this is battle of the marzipan. No, it's it's a note for both of you guys. Honestly, though, I I'm getting like that like charred wheat bread like. Okay. Not toast. I don't know how to put it, but it's just like like from a broken toaster. <laughs> well, because I'm I'm getting like wheat bread, but I'm also like getting that barrel influence. Yeah. So maybe it's like I don't know how to is, put that. But is yeah. anyone getting any fruit on this? Because I'm not I've, I'm not picking it up. I'm not I get, like there's like an initial sweetness that hits my tongue, and I'm trying to place that, but I don't yeah. think it's a fruit sweetness. It's something else, and I can't. I'm having a hard time like because fig- it's not just. Sugar, I, it's something else. I think we're a honey or maybe a caramel, some kind of something in between there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm Parker's not onto something. Like, I, I, for me, the tannins are kind of so in your face, it covers up any of the kind of delicate fruit flavors that I would tend to like draw out from whiskeys. You know, the only thing I could add is that it does kind of have the complexity of like a cocktail with just like a little bit of lemon in it, mm-hmm. where like it's not front forward, but like there is something like, like almost like a. I, yeah. I was gonna I, say maybe a caramel apple, like I, maybe. I yeah. think this is not. We're not talking about the same like spot in the flavor, but like the I'm getting a little bit of licorice on this too. Mm. Yeah, well, mm. black clove. like like black licorice. But yeah, get, getting back to Cuba's point, the complexity. Mm, yeah. yeah, like I, which I love in an expensive bourbon. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I mean to be fair though, what's crazy about it is that weeded bourbons are not known for having a ton of flavor That's because right. wheat versus rye is not as flavorful. Exactly, John's on something. I mean, like with with wheats, how I've always heard them described to me as like the most approachable of the whiskeys. They're soft, you know. Dare I say, smooth? You know, they're just kind of you know rye tend to be a whiskey drinker's kind of like a high rye bourbon. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas going to crumble. Wheat's going to crumble under the pressure. It's soft. It. Can't handle the moment. But, you know, what, this is complex. One thing, you know, as we go through this pappy journey here that I can say about them is, is that they feel very balanced all the way through. Like nothing, it doesn't feel over oaky. It doesn't taste over fruity, over sweet. They've done a remarkable job with balance in their flavor profile. And doesn't taste, I mean, at 107, I mean, do you guys think that it tastes that high, low? 
this this for me the the 107 is much more soft so earlier on i said the 107 and the 10 year was a little bit fiery and Jeannie and i agreed on 112 this one i would i might i would like to say i could stick the landing at 107 but i would say probably down i, be, I would probably guess 100 if you were to yeah blind well, i think i would have gone higher maybe, you think maybe so? above yeah. 107 1 to 110 but like, i think i would have some uh, yeah similar to our thoughts before daniel i was thinking about 110 well, what are those Russell's picks? Are those 107 proof? Because Wild Turkey 110. Is, it's 110. Because their entry, barrel entry is like 107, isn't it? And then they come up to 110 with the, over the course of that time. All that to say is um, I know 107 is kind of a barrel entry proof for some and I'm trying to like compare what this tastes like compared to others around that. And <clears throat> I think it's definitely, um, it's it's that elusive, almost like an Elijah Craig barrel proof that, you know, is has a uh, stated proof on it that it just doesn't strike you as that proof. And I find that anything over 100 could be a little bit hot, and this is not. The, the more I'm sitting with this, I'm I'm struck by how much this is a whiskey that invites you to just sit with it. Like, it, there there are some really great whiskeys I've had. Like, the 10-year, the for example. Like, you drink it, and the flavors are in your face. They're there. They're pronounced and they fade off and you're good to um have the the next step they can easily sit in the background of a great moment or a great conversation whereas this 15 like it it really asks you to sit with it and let the flavors open up and kind mm-hmm. of as expose you to all these different I totally agree because as I've been sitting with it I found that like I feel like I get like a walnut mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that on it that's an awesome note. Yeah. It's a very sessionable pour of whiskey. Sessionable. I like it. Listen That's up. good shit. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's okay. I, I don't, it tastes I don't, good. I don't want to be an alarmist here, but I, I would go to say that, as far as say, that bottle fucks. Oh. Mm. That's the coldest take of the year. Parker. Let's go ahead and throw a sticker <laughs> on that bad boy. But we, we, we could revisit that at the end, but that's I'm just throwing that out in the world. Oh, easily. Because I, mean, I, I, I think if... Uh, if this was like 1893 and Pappy were here, no, he'd be, he'd be uh, honored to have a sticker. If any of these bottles don't fuck, we should put a sticker on it. That's really <laughs> no, seriously. This bottle doesn't fuck. Oh my god, that's a whole new sticker. <laughs> well, yeah, the definition of that bottle fucks is not just like oh, like they're all Pappy, so they all fuck. Like that's not how that works. Right. But that was a very compl- like we said complex on the nose. We all had different thoughts fuck on that. Bottles. Fuck bottles from the <laughs> peanut gallery. <laughs> um, fuck bottles. No, but um, I feel like similarly on the on the palette, we all had very different takes on it as well because of the complexity. So I would agree that that bottle fucks. But we can we can relitigate this at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have got the uh, Pappy twenty year twenty year age twenty years comes in at ninety point four proof. Mm. So we're, um, we've gone down a little bit. Generously donated. By uh, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Of course. Yeah, of course, guys. And I didn't spill it this time. Uh, John, for the love of God, if you spill this. Oh, look, oh, I, I John, handed the, the bottle to Cuba. I'm going to make you take off. off that Chai Spirits Guy shirt. Yeah. Give it to Daniel, and you're going to have to leave. <laughs> you're going to <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> you're gonna have to fight me for this shirt. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> it's like, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> no. So this is not my first time sipping Daniel's 20. Be like, well, welcome, Cuba. You you are now a Chai Spirits Guy. <laughs> John's out. <laughs> not my first time sipping Daniel's 20 year. He generously shared it with us before. And I nervously uh, 
knocked over my Glenn, and I can't I, even say it looking anybody in the eye. I've never been more, I've never <laughs> been more head, ashamed his, of you. His head is like in his arms right now. To be fair, I did I did slurp it up off of the counter and then uh, attempt to eat the napkin that we soaked it up with. So That actually is true. He did all those things. Yes. Uh, that, and yeah, and I would have done it if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> like John spit it out. You really don't need to do this. Like, mm-hmm. It actually tasted very good. I'll be honest. It was the best tasting napkin I've ever as had. As good as a but paper ins- towel can taste. I insisted that he be poured no more because he didn't deserve it. But I still got some because Daniel's generous. I take care of my buddy John. What do you guys? What do you get on the nose, Todd? A lot of age, like very different from the fifteen year. I feel like we. Uh, I agree. Jumped in a time machine. Oh my gosh. And uh, but it's good age. It comes through. It's beautiful. It's leather. It's. Mm-hmm. It's that old, like, cigar-smoking room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's musty in a great way. It's back from college. It's got a lot of thoughts on philosophy. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. I got, like, this tropical kind of vibe going on, too. It's almost like a little pineapple, and I fucking love that. Yeah, it's it's much brighter. Like, 15 was kind of like a darker nose. This one's a little bit brighter. Yeah, it was was in its, like, it's 19 and angsty. Now it's, like, Mm -hmm. 22 Mm -hmm. and full of itself. It's, uh, yeah. (laughs) I feel like um, I've got... I feel a little differently about it. I feel like it's more like butterscotch, honey mm. vibes on it. Yeah. I, mean, I don't disagree consistent. with your tropical. Yeah, that's thought. consistent with what I'm getting. Yeah, I don't feel like pineapple was my thought, but I get the tropical vibe. Um, yeah, yeah, butterscotch maybe. and orange, personally. but Yeah, maybe pineapple is aggressive. I like that a little bit better. This is like opening a, a vintage dresser to me, just like old mm. wooden sweaters that have been sitting in there for... I'm going to nominate that for... Uh, <laughs> old wooden sweaters. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, I, dust. This is a leap of faith here, but this smells like a Rick House to me. I yeah. mean, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking, yeah, you're right. I'm talking one of those old Rick Houses, like from Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. Jim Beam, somebody with like long old Rick Houses. Yeah, it's a beautiful nose. All right, we're gonna dip in here. Let's, we're gonna taste it. LFG. Let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. Kuba, your first thoughts. This bottle sucks. I'm, I'm, ju- I'm jumping in. It's it's actually a little softer on the palate than I was expecting. No, yeah. that's, that's delightful. There's a, mm-hmm. yeah, like dark, dark honey. But a nice richness. 90.4 proof. A nice richness, though. Mm-hmm. Very rich. I feel like I'm Scrooge McDuck swimming around in my money bin right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to that creamsicle note from earlier. Creamsicle's good. I'm, black, I'm back at like black it. tea. Mm-hmm. They like the nose over at the. Uh, it really does taste like the nose too. It, yeah, I agree. This is probably the one that the bench loves the nose. The nose and the palate are the closest for me. Also, their yeah. handshakes are getting very elaborate over there, which I'm happy about. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> we'll, we'll post those on Instagram after the pod. I'm I'm sipping side by side with what I have left of the 15, and the nose on the 20 is just so strong, so pronounced, like really, really in, rich. Yeah. Wild considering that it's like 17 proof. Lower. Yeah, that's that's what's surprising. Mm-hmm. It really shows up. I'm back I'm back to cherry. I yeah. am here. Oh, <laughs> yep. I was like there's something missing from this. I was like what is the fruit that I'm missing? It's like cherry and whipped cream. I get Cher- a little bit of like cinnamon baked goods. There mm. you go. Like buried in there. Mm. Not on the front of the palate, but more like on the back end of the palate. I got to say um the last 3 or so that we've tasted here, I mm. feel like of any of the podcasts we've ever recorded. Sure. This is the most different um, tasting notes and um, uh, 
it's a, well, the level of complexity of what we're trying is. Yes. You know, thank you for articulating not, that. Not, not to get down on some of the wonderful distilleries we visit, but uh, <laughs> we're drinking a three year old. Nope. Oh, Doug. Doug's fired up Doug, right now. Doug strongly disagrees. Yes. No, I think he agrees. I think he agrees. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just thinking if you could overlay what we're tasting onto the <laughs> tasting wheel, it would be like all of these spikes up and down. And like there wouldn't mm-hmm. be any one category that was without a, a little bit at least of a spike. Yeah. Just so many different tasting notes on all of the same things. And I'm like, that's. Uh... Just everyone take that in for a second. What's uh, <laughs> what's happening <laughs> over. Oh, over it. Yeah, real real fun stuff happening on the bench. Uh, it's great stuff. Not quite sure what they're taking a photo of, but but yes, I appreciate the complexity of everything we're trying. And uh, <laughs> and I told Daniel when we tried this uh, recently. This twenty is significantly better than the twenty from a few years ago that I remember trying. Yeah, I think that, so. That was, that's you know I, I've heard something about that, and and I think this brings in like a point I have with the Van Winkles is I feel like they can fall victim to you know, what I call the Paris syndrome, right? Where, you know, for those not familiar, like Paris syndrome's a thing where you show up to Paris and you fall into the pits because Paris is not what you think it's going to be, right? And I feel like Van Winkle's, like they have so much clout, so romanticized in the whiskey drinking world that it's at risk for for falling into that category. But I think it shows up. I mean, I it it's not whiskey of the universe for me. It's not the best thing I've ever tasted, but it, it represents itself well. And... um and, and like we've discovered, there's so many interpretations to it. It's a very dynamic whiskey mm-hmm. uh, while also being very approachable. The 20 for me was super approachable. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that happy 20 that you were talking about, I'm familiar with it because it's sitting on my shelf. Mm-hmm. I had some last night, had some coworkers in town. Mm-hmm. We did you know, some pretty good pours last night. Yeah. And what we just had was quite a bit better you than think what so? I had last night. Yeah. And so I think there are some differences across the years. Yeah, sure. No, for sure. no I know because I'm pretty sure the 2018 did not stand up like this uh, one that we just had. Hmm. This was really. And it was good. It was just, it was a little too delicate. Like this one had hmm. more complexity to it. It was sure. more interesting. And it's like, you know, you need, you need some complexity. Absolutely. And, you know, something that I've not had are some of the even older Van Winkles, like the Stitzer Weller ones. Oh, I yeah. know that those are a really big deal, and I've not had them. Well, I've got great news for you. Check under your chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, taster from 1978. My stores used to do single barrel picks of Pappy 15. Exactly. I mean, yeah, once upon a time. Whoa, just... under my chair. Is <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Oh, hey, Doug. Doug. <laughs> no, seriously, this bottle, this bottle sucks. Let me have it, Daniel, please. Yeah. <laughs> really so can we, can we get a, uh, a verdict here? Uh, the, the first showdown, 15 versus 20. What do people think? I, I mean, I hate to say it, but 20 is better than 15 this year. Yeah. Interesting. You I, know, I think it's true. Okay. I, um, while I love the 20, I am team 15. I, I think for me personally, I need that extra oomph of the 15, 17 proof. I, I that, really, you know, that honestly, that stuff. makes a lot of sense that your, our takes are that way. Cause, um, and again, I've, in the previous years I have preferred the 15, but I, mm-hmm. this 20 is just really shows up. And I, I don't necessarily need that extra kick for me to embrace it. And uh, yeah, this this year I like the 20. I don't always agree with Parker. Almost but never. To, but today I do. Mm-hmm. Almost never. John, where are you? I wish I'd never had the 20 because then I wouldn't know what I was missing. It is really, <laughs> really good. And the 15 is, is phenomenal. But um, yeah, the extra few years, I think really, extra more than few years make the difference. Kuba, your thoughts? This is really, really tough. Um, 
By the way, Cuba um, always requests to have two Glencairns so that he can like take time to sure. to compare, I'm, and I appreciate that. I'm about also him. doing that. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, but like you're here all the time. Oh, they, yeah, they're, they're triple fisting at the kids' table. That's uh... <laughs> all right. Give me that 15 year back. Can't wait to invite them back. <laughs> I think I think with where I am and what I like to have on my shelf, I would give it to the 20. I just prefer to have something a little bit lower proof with a bit more oak um, and complexity. But they're bo- they're both fantastic. Yeah, no, for sure. Todd, your thoughts? 20. Yeah. And I didn't feel that way coming in here tonight. You know what, what else is nice about having a lower proof pappy is that I feel like a lot of people who haven't had bourbon before who come over might want to try a pappy. I should have a lower proof one to give them so they're not like their mouth, their mouth isn't scorched. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next said, up. All I'll say, I just want to add one one thing. That being said, I don't think that any of the 107s like scorch your mouth. Well, for for us, no, but like for people that don't drink it neat, sure. you know, even the 90 is going to be rough for them. Oh, Parker just mixed them like a mad scientist. Well, only cuz Jake's here. This I did is for that. this is for Jake, yeah. I did this for Jake and there's a little bit left of both, so I, I put them together. I'm going to leave it in that glass. You didn't have to put in the RC Cola too. Yeah, we're, Pappy 17. We're, we're going to revisit that later. <laughs> Pappy 17 and a half. Can you All still right, buy RC Cola? Like, I hope so. Somewhere. I think I think RC right. Cola you can only get when you like buy a Domino's pizza. Next up, moment of truth. Jenny, please take a picture of me with this bottle if you can. Oh, oh man. So we're, we're breaking into John's 23 year. How, John, how many years have you had this bottle? Since 2018, 2019. Wow. John, thank you. I, like I said, I was going to open it up either on my wedding day or the 100th episode of the Chai Spirits Guys <laughs> podcast. Whichever happens first. <laughs> Beautiful color. You know, we're, we're going to find, I'll tell you what, John, for your wedding, you can open my last bottle of single barrel Evan Williams. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm going to let That's you keep defi- that. Definitely equal. Honestly, probably better. Well, no, what I like about opening it today is that we are all people who are going to appreciate this way mm-hmm. more than random people at a wedding. Like mm-hmm. this is the bourbon drinkers. That, that is true. Well, you know what I think of like, Hey, your bottle of 23 year Pappy, it's important that Allie gets to try it. That's really my thought. It's <laughs> yeah. like she, she is kind of sore of the, you know what though? Like last year she would not have been as positioned to share her thoughts in a meaningful way on this. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what everybody thinks about it. Part of me wants to knock this glint over right now. I know. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, well, you should knock over Turn about proportionate amount. Such. God. <laughs> I know we haven't got there yet, but I just, I am so jazzed on this nose. This is awesome. Peanut butter. Oh, it's different. Very different. Uh, Oh, peanut butter is a very pronounced note on here. Yeah. Yes. It's very different. Extra crunchy Skippy over here. I'm glad glad we brought up that uh, Nick quote from earlier. Nick Nick would love this bourbon. When I, when I swirl it around, it is a little bit tropical reminiscent of the other nose, but something about it is... Yeah, it reminds me a lot of screwball peanut whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? Which is weird that I'm getting this on the 23 and I haven't gotten on the other ones. Remember when we had that white dog and it was the wheat recipe yeah, white yeah. dog mm-hmm. and it was like cupcakes? Mm-hmm. Getting a little bit of like cupcake on the nose. Oh, yeah, very well, check good. underneath your seat. <laughs> <laughs> we do have cupcakes for after the podcast. Absolutely. That to celebrate 100. I, d- I dig that nose. There's something herbal going on here for me. Like, I, I don't know. I love that. Hey, or. Yeah, there's something that, to be honest with you, I don't like as much as the 20th. Um, it's. It, it almost like falls a little bit at the very end. Maybe I'm s- sniffing too hard, but. Oh, just for the notes here. Uh, so it is age 23 years. And 
I paraphrase a little bit from the, the information I found. Selected from the honeyest of honey barrels. Mm. Uh, surprising no one. Uh, this retails for like, I don't know, 350 Yeah, was that a, 350 or 450 I think it's 350 but good luck. Yeah. Good good luck. I do John, just get like a you. lot of wood on this. Thank you so much, John, for sharing I, this. Yeah, guys. I got that initially, and the more I swirled it, the more it started to like really open up. I'm actually fairly certain I get your firstborn child, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, of you I did open this for us. That's, that's true. So a second born child. It's that's not like you're not without any sort of. That's true. Yeah. So second born child. Yeah. How about just getting to taste it? I feel like I believe the honey <laughs> of the honey barrels. 23 years is a dangerous game. I think right. in a distiller's realm. You can, can overoak it. And then you lose all that money. Mm-hmm. By the way, you, you know where else you find this peanut butter note is in an Evan Williams single barrel. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. No, you're right. You actually are right. Yeah. Jenny agreed with me twice this podcast. I'm nailing it. This is <laughs> speaking of older uh, overaging. That's what they're playing with because they're taking Pappy twenty and twenty three year and putting it in a cooler and trying to create twenty five and thirty year bourbon. Interesting. I know yeah. they've got a twenty five year out. Like they that one comes out infrequently, right? Uh, I mean, I think that there's maybe been two releases ever. Well, good um, good news, Cuba. Look under your chair. <laughs> <laughs> How many times are we going to use that joke? <laughs> I, think, call back. I think I've got some lemon on this, too. Have we sipped it yet? We're just talking to... I'm, I'm going no. in right now, you guys. I, 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 just, uh, I took a sip. I'm sitting with it a little bit, because I'm just... This nose is so groovy for me. I love it. Groovy. Nah. I think it's overlooked. It you is. think so? Yeah. It's got... Um, that is not... That is markedly Wait, do we different. have the proof for 23? It's 95... Is that what it is? Ninety-five six, maybe. I think it was. That's what it was. I looked at the bottle. We don't have the bottle with us right now, but it's it's definitely. I'm getting I'm getting a lot of that yeah. peanut butter on the palate. Six. Yeah, I mean, maybe they sourced it from Evan Williams that year. You know, John, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think it's over oaked. I think it's as oaked as it should be at twenty three. I li- I like it. I don't know if I'm always going to reach. F- I don't always want twenty three year whiskey, right? But I feel like if I want that, this shows up. Right. You know, I, I think most people at this table know one of my favorite whiskeys in the world. While this is a Van Winkle podcast, I love the Evan Williams 23 year, one of my favorite drinks of all time. So you like the Raging Oak? I do like <laughs> I do like the Raging Oak. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with John. Like for my palate, this is a little too oaky. Little, little too oaky. It's, yeah, just, and- it's a, a little more astringent. It's got, like, don't get me wrong, I like that anise. I like clove a lot, but it's just, it's now imbalanced. What was nice about the other ones yeah. is that it was kind of a little spike in all directions on the flavor mm-hmm. wheel. And now this one is kind of lopsided. And if it was a wheel, it would be kind of bumping along. I, I, that, that I align with. I, I think that this is... I'll give you 100 bucks for the bottle. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, it, now, I need to have a lot of people try this bottle to <laughs> see if they agree with me. It, it is a little less balanced, but I, I like higher tannin. I like wood. I like aged whiskey. So this is like in my wheelhouse. And, and I will say this. This is the only bottle that was open today. So True. we'll have to try this again in like, I don't know, nine months or something like sure. that to see. However long the... To celebrate the open. birth of your first child? Yeah. And also I do have an announcement to make. <laughs> <laughs> Look I, under your chair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't baby. know. <laughs> it's a human baby. I'm, he's been there the whole time. He noticed the crying earlier. Who knew? Quiet. Doug didn't even notice. <laughs> See, um, I, I'm I'm with you, Daniel, on this. I really like darker, woodier, and this does not read as over oak to me. To me, I get this as like really dark cherry. Like it's almost 
kind of uh, an evolution of the of the tenure where that's like bright red cherry. This is like that dark syrupy. What is the super a- fancy a- cocktail Burana cherry? Robitussin? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a maraschino cherry. Luxardo. It's a maraschino cherry, which is now, a type of Luxardo. Luxardo is a type of maraschino cherry. I do want to kind of put a caveat on, like, mm-hmm. when I say, like, it spiked all, like, the 20, spiked in different, uh, all directions on the flavor ball, I thought that was something that the Pappy lineup was trying to retain across all. And I do like that a lot. I'm not, I don't mean to say that by this being over oaked, it's more oak than I like. But just in the direction that we were headed, I thought, wow, maybe we're just going to see every flavor enhanced. Mm. And by not doing that, by seeing it go off in one direction, I was surprised. Yeah. And I think that was my initial reaction. Because I'll tell you this, I do love that like cherry, almost Robitussin of like an old forestry barrel strength, which is very one-sided, very lopsided. So, I mean... And I mean, I, I guess this is to my earlier point that, I mean, 23 years is a dangerous game. Yeah. And, and I guess maybe this is the pitfall, but uh, I, I don't consider it one. Um, I, I think this is great. And and just let, I mean, my last drink of this was maybe two minutes ago and, and the finish is hanging around. I mean, this is. Mm-hmm. It stays uh, with you. Yeah. It, yeah. it sticks around. I mean, it's a, it's a remarkably enjoyable pour. I mean, I, I consider this a, a celebratory pour. Uh, oh, I do too. Yeah. I mean, this is. I think it's a tremendous whiskey. I love it. I do think that the we, twenty. We from the twenty. I do the think 23, that 20, twenty-three. Sorry, twenty-three. I do think the twenty-three would be um, harder to pick out of a lineup, and the twenty would be like you would know you're having twenty-year-old Pappy versus the twenty-three. I think you could get mixed up with. I can agree with Evan that. William single barrel, at least where this bottle stands right now. Mm-hmm. I also, I um, I'm gonna go back to that tobacco note on the twenty-three as well. The more I've tasted it, I feel For like sure. that gets a little bit. Yeah, that that came back. Um, from the the earlier pours, for me, um, I don't think it's over oaked. I also think that the more that I, it's been uh, out in the like the longer I've taken to like take sips in between, I think that it's gotten better. I still think the twenty is better, the twenty year. Yeah. My Great. final sip on that was uh, my least favorite sip because uh, I finished the Glen on the twenty three of the night <laughs> no no i mean like my least favorite sip of you know like i was saying with the um i forget which one it was that had this like burst of orange it was really exciting maybe it was the rye um but this one kind of went for me each sip kind of maybe not each sip downward but just like and the bottles that i own that i felt like were too oaky when i first opened them only got oakier oh so, no have fun <laughs> yeah i know right oh man all right 90 dollars yeah. will give you the iw <laughs> yeah, it's going down the price is going down like that reminds me of the iw harper 15 year that i have open yeah. and that thing is Good just example i mean it's almost unpalatable now yeah we, we, we can have as much of that the as parker's we want. heritage 24 and i'm like oh you should try this because man tastes weird um but parker likes likes it yeah, like some, yeah. surprising. So, I mean, I've caught Parker looking at. <clears throat> I think people just have different tolerances <laughs> for uh, the level of oakiness. Like, yeah. I don't think, uh, and maybe everybody's saying, sensitive. Different maybe things. saying something's over oaked is like a little bit too of like a you and me thing. It's relative, definitely. Maybe. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think it's that way. I mean, I think it's that way with wines too. Like sometimes Cabernets are a bit aggressive for people because of those tannins, and so they lean more into Pinots. I I think whiskey's probably. But I did have a, a rhetoric twenty three year once, and I thought it tasted like a burnt GI Joe. Yeah. Like a GI Joe in the microwave, <laughs> and I was like, "This is the grossest oak I've ever tasted in my now, life." Now I will say this: I had a rhetoric twenty two that I felt really negatively about, and then I tried it a couple of years later. That opened up really well. So. I was going to bring up the rhetorics. It's interesting that you you mentioned those because I think that those, like that is my limit on oakiness. Yeah. Too oaky? Like those, I, I think I've had a rhetoric 25, and that one was, ugh. 
like just a little too much. Like yeah. That was definitely like, well, we waited 25 years for this. Like, I got to bring over that 22 and the Ivy Harper 15. Like, we got to do like a, uh, is this over oaked episode? <laughs> Listen, I love that idea. Let's That's do, actually let's, a really good idea. Let's, let's yeah. do an aged bourbon episode. Is it over oaked? Question mark. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I like. Let's do it like in nine months. We'll bring back the twenty three. Yeah, but let's um go on the table here. So Daniel, what was your favorite of the whole group? Favorite of the whole group. Um, hmm. this is. I was thinking about this before you asked me, Parker, and I'm gonna. There's no recency bias here. I liked the 23-year tonight. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was what I wanted. Like, just that's the today me that showed up at the table. Mm -hmm. The 23-year uh, was the one that I enjoyed the most. Daniel living in the moment. Got to respect it. Mm -hmm. John. For me, thoughts? the delicateness and the, the danceability of the 20-year, I really like Danceability. Yeah. I like that word. It reminded me of, like, a pop star. And the 15-year was a close second, but that reminded me of, like, a more distinguished, you know, um, Billy Joel or something like that, you know? Very cool. <laughs> pop star, Billy yeah. Joel. Cool. No, 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 but like the 20 years, the like first a name current that day pop star. pops into someone's head when you say pop star. No, 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 I'm, you miss, so <laughs> 20 year is a present pop star, but Billy Joel was a pop star one day, I guess, yeah. Is he pop or rock? Kuba's really been mulling this over, I can tell. <laughs> he he still has, he still has all of the, the gears pores. are grinding over the there. The 15, 20, and 23 are all in separate glasses in front of him, and he is You look up deliberate in the dictionary, there's a picture of Kuba. <laughs> and he's wearing a doctor's coat and <laughs> well, this is Which the one I think time. it's technically a felony because he was performing. I will tell you his hair looks great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. God, yeah. Well, great, great look for hair. yourself. You can look at us on the video <laughs> we're taking. And for those of you that have trivia night tomorrow, the sculpture the thinker is actually Kuba. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I think I'm going to give it to the to the 20. Um, the 15 is great. I was really impressed by the rye, actually. Uh, I think that's su such an interesting Thank you. whiskey. Um, but no, the, the, the 20 is fantastic. I think it dials in what the, the face pappies on, on the upper end are in a really nice way. It, it does sit in a very nice in-between between the 15 and the 23 year where it brings that oak that I really love um, in. It's unique. It's got a, a ton of tasting notes to unpack, um, but it isn't, isn't too in your face. Yeah, 20 for me. Jenny, your thoughts? So the first thing I want to say is that I, um, having not tasted most of these prior to tonight, um, I feel like when we've talked about like uh, very popular brands that are difficult to get, a lot of times they are overrated. Mm -hmm. And in this case, I don't think that's true across the board. I think everything that we tasted today was phenomenal. Um, I am between the 15, 20 and 23, but I have to also give it to the 20 year. Um, I felt like that one for being 90 proof, 90.4 proof, um, held its complexity very well um, and just would be the one that I would want to drink. Todd, your thoughts? It's a little tough for me because I I would want to sit with the 15-year for like a half an hour well, and maybe have mm, two pours of it. You know what they say, Todd, no pressure, no diamonds. So we're going to extend the podcast a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think just based on tonight's experience, I'd have to give it to the 20. All right. All right, uh, Parker. I'm going to save mine until we get the... the I like uh, that. There, to the last... Um, all right, guys, we're going to do a line change. Final line change. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, thanks so much, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, to Todd. Thank you for your service. Daniel, Cuba.
Yeah, the, 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 those guys took getting benched very seriously. They're all leaving the court. Must be nice to be first string out by midnight. I mean, you wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> I wouldn't. All right. Wait, about which one? It's, it's 1028, Both. guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you scared the shit out of me. I had to look like it's not midnight. So we're back with uh, the bench, I guess. The, so what you the thought B about squad. the B squad, B squad, the peanut gallery, mm -hmm. the Second kids string. table. I just want to say that we're the best. <laughs> so, so you guys have tried now the 15, the 20, and the 23. I love your takes on it. Um, let's start up with Allie on my right here. Oh, my God. I get to start? Yeah. Allie, what were your thoughts on the, those three uh, wonderful bourbons? So once again, Stephen and I were on the same vibe because we kept looking at each other thinking, this really is s'mores, isn't it, on the 15? I, yeah, I, I did get a lot of, like, Graham. Yeah, like, the, the second that Daniel started going to his mm -hmm, s'mores rant, mm -hmm. I was like, it's the Perfect. Graham cracker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I see, yeah, I see Savannah nodding her head over there oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whore for s'mores. Yeah. There was a, there was a big vibe at the kids. She, she table. grew up in Indiana. There I, were I, a yeah. lot of bonfires. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had that bumper sticker. Yeah. I, no, I definitely read that on a bathroom stall somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, whore for yeah. s'more. Yeah. Yeah. There, there mm -hmm. was a big vibe at the kids table about the s'mores and other notes I had on that one was Oak equals love, which I do agree with. Um, thank you, Allie, for that note. And marzipan equals bingo for everyone because before we started the episode, I decided that um, if somebody made a note of marzipan, we all got bingo. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> what did we win? It only um, took John... 40 minutes. It wasn't even John that made the marzipan note. Wait, it, was, no, it, was it was Parker. It was Parker. It was Parker. <laughs> it was Parker. I got some marzipan on it. What the fuck you want from me? Um, but the, <laughs> the most important thing I got about the 15. It's the first time he said that in like a year. So no, the most important thing that I got from the 15 year was that this is the first time I've had a sip of Pappy and thought I get the buzz. I get the Pappy buzz. Um, I drank it. I was like, this is delicious. I immediately turned to Scott. I said, how much does this retail for? He goes, 150. I said, amazing. He goes, yeah. And I was like, well, how much on the black market? <laughs> it was a lot more guys. I, let I me didn't, tell you. I didn't answer that question. I did <laughs> no, not answer that question. Legally speaking, he just, no one. He just looked at me and I knew. <laughs> There's a lot of ESP at the table. I mean, that's, yeah, right. I that's, mean right. that's what I'm hearing. And, and not a lot of ESPN because we're not very sporty, the people at the kids table. No. Sports. <laughs> so Steven, what, what were your thoughts here on the 15, 20, 23? That 15, man, that bottle fucks. Like, yeah. Thank I, you. All like, I enjoyed all of them, of mm -hmm, course. Mm -hmm. However, when it really comes down to it, and Scott and I kind of discussed this, like scarcity, availability, price mm -hmm. point. Sure, that fifteen is real. Ali, you said yes. it, like the, that, yeah. that was what got me on. Like, oh, there's a reason his the face is on the fifteen yeah. and not the other ones, right? Uh, like, yeah, well, I mean, I, the, like, the, the, the other two yeah. were great. On, on, the, on the note of something seeming real, my first note on the 20 is doesn't seem real. And we talked about this a lot. Steven, you can yeah. go off on this because we did talk about it. It is. All of them are truly unique. I love, I think I overheard Jenny discussing this earlier. Like, it's really cool to have so many things from the exact same category that are like very similar taste so extraordinarily different. <laughs> That was that's fucking crazy. And the 20 year, I will say, 
fits that median, right? Of like, but I also want to say that that happened on multiple different expressions, which is right, like just an a testament to Pappy, right? Across it's, the board, each one is its own yeah. ball, like its own game, and that's amazing. The twenty really is this like beautiful amalgamation. It's so like round and full, right. like it seems complete, and you I can, don't know if that's the right way to describe it, but that's the way it felt. But dissect it. I dig it. Like, oh, go ahead. No, I was saying I dig it, right? Um, no, yeah, jump like, in there. Ad lib. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all about the nose. I mean, that, that right. 20 year had the best nose of all of them Correct. by far. Mm-hmm. I, it, it was just nice, and you, you had the oak, and you could picture yourself in a, a room with those aromas, and it, it was fantastic. Or oh, that you were saying a tree. Yeah, that too. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, in the middle of a forest, right? right. <laughs> but, um, I love. There's something on the mid palette of the the 15 that's fantastic as well. Um, it's it's like that leather and that that kind of tobacco type. Uh, it's awesome. Um, but the 20 is 20 is the winner. Oh, it's amazing. I I mean I liked it better than the 23, just because it felt like this is it felt like the answer. Like some of these <laughs> other ones were the question. The 20 was the answer. No, I'm with you. So for me, like if. After having tasted all of them, for me, I would say that the 20-year, that bottle fucks. Oh, yeah. For well, I mean, me, the 15 does, too, I, th- I think. I yeah. feel like they're all fucking. Well, <laughs> Each other? impressive at their age. Savannah, stop talking Is there incest happening? <laughs> well, I mean, with a name like Pappy. And, I mean, those should be blue labels because, I mean, at his age, <laughs> that bottle fucking. And I'm not talking about 15 or 20. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about... Julian Van Winkle the first. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we need we might need to put a life alert on that bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, jump in. <laughs> I am at a loss for words. Not often. Yeah. Every once in a while. Uh, <clears throat> I'm struggling. Like, and I, I hate I hate to say this. Mm. I uh the 23 didn't win. Like I expected the 23 sure. to win. It's out. okay, go off. For me, but like, no, it's you have backup. The, the 20 is the most unique, the most dynamic. But for me, the the real, like, put a sticker on it bottle out mm-hmm. of those three was the 15. It's okay. yeah, semi available. I'm ready to, sort of. well, how yeah. much are you willing to uh, work for it? Is the right. question. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge the A squad here. The A squad was all about saying that the 23 was not over oaked. Well, the B squad doesn't have the refined palate of the yeah, A squad. Yeah. <laughs> I, would not, I would not agree necessarily with that statement. The, the, the 20, I, I didn't. The, the 23 is it's pushing it's it. Okay. It's still very it's, good. It, it's not undrinkable. It's fantastic in its own right, but it's pushing it. See, look, I've uh, I've been around the barrel, and as uh, I'm claiming to be the, the sixth man, albeit the um, of the D League, uh, I, I, I understand that there's a big like Apple versus Android argument between the 15 and the 23 year, right? Specifically those two mm-hmm. bottlings, right? Um, and I kind of feel the same way now. Am I biased because the bottle I own is the 15 year? Mm-hmm. We could say that. <laughs> Don't out loud. Many people are it. saying that, yes. Many people are saying it. But you know what? We're ignoring those comments. The co- comment section is turned off. However, um, I thought it was a real Sophie's choice between the nose on the 15 and the 20. Uh, the 23, albeit fantastic, right, um, did not <laughs> come up to snuff for the 15 and the 20. Um, yeah. What I thought I was agree. amazing, and I don't always give the same 
the same notes the same way everyone else does. I mean, I, th I think everyone else covers it very well. You know, caramel, apple, marzipan, mm -hmm. butterscotch. You know, we get all these great, great complexity, notes, honestly. Right? All these guys. Uh, what I got out of the 15 that I found very interesting because I've never tried them in this lineup, which, once again, awesome. 100th episode. Congrats yeah. again. Hey, man. Um, what I was saying before about the tenure having a heavier oak, despite not being as old as Lot B, mm -hmm. and Lot B being a little bit more like red fruit and sweeties, saccharin mm -hmm. kind of like bit. The 15 had both going on simultaneously, like a, like a dubstep Man. drop, you yeah. know, everything that both of them had just like that. Whereas the 20 also seemed to have that. And it was kind of hard to go back and forth for me. I think again, as being a proof queen, hashtag proof queen, the 15 year, I think overall was my favorite. Very it was cool. delicious. Um, I want Savannah's favorite. Okay, so I have a few notes, and I'm going to go ahead and go over those. Um, <laughs> so um, so for the 15-year, I definitely, on the nose, got s'mores, graham crackers, dark cherries. Mm. Yeah, and I love s'mores. Um, okay, for the tasting, um, on the 15-year, I got some caramel, some Christmas spice, and some oakiness. Cool. I liked that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for the 20 year, immediately I tasted, I smelled pancakes and maple syrup with some cinnamon. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Love, 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 love. This yeah. was, wait, which one? This is the 20? The 20. Okay. Um, on the tasting, I got vanilla, some apple pie. I felt like it was more robust, mm -hmm. more rounded. I love the buttery notes for the 20. That's, that yep. for me, it was very it was, on point so, for me. Oh, it was so the big. roundness that sold me on the 20. It just I, was, it was, the 15 had a little bit of, and I liked the little points to it. Uh -huh. You got a little bit of this here, a little bit of that there. I think there. that's the proof, though. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that particular and there's, case. There's, uh, you know. And I loved it, but it was interesting to go from that to go to the 20 where it's like, it's just been, you know, you took Stop. your nail file and you just... On the ends. Yeah, I like to uh, call that the pop rocks note where it's like, it's I almost like that. a spiky yeah. where there's like yeah. different stuff going on in different places. And it's, right. it's just, mm. it's just different. It's not better or worse. It's just different. And I love that. It is a sweet spot um, for sure. Yeah. And then for the 23 year. Okay. So I had high hopes cause I was like, this is Michael Jordan's number. Okay. So like it better, <laughs> going right. in, going in. I even made that note. Shy Michael spirit. Jordan, 23. Like that's yeah. I'm yeah. smart. I'm smart. I know sports. Sports. Anyway, sports. Um, so for the nose, I got some cordial cherries. Um, you know, like the candies at Christmas time. Oh, sure. I love. love mm -hmm. Oh, I'm ready for mm -hmm. this next note, Sav. Um, I also got some cream savers candies. For Hell the yeah. Love it. yeah. That was a that was an Ali and Sav Fuck. combo. And yeah. I got <laughs> Allie and Sav. I did get um Allie and I were talking about how um it was like piney. Um, yes. Yep. A little piney. A little piney. My my note, which is different than than Savannah's, but my note was I feel like I'm camping in the woods, evergreen, maybe some pine. There is a fire that is down to embers smoking. We're talking about 23 on this one. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I thought that was an opening to a porno, to be honest. <laughs> um, and then for the tasting, I got, oh, fuck, this is good. Um, <laughs> earthy and kind of root beer-ish. And, and okay. what, I, what I got was I like my observation, chipmunk salve, because she went. Yeah, I did yep. do that. That's a good note. That's a good Very note. Good note. That's a, yeah. So, those were those were all my notes, and I know that you guys were all patiently waiting for those. So. I was. Thank you. No, Thank God we finally got. Them. I know. We were, we were I know. Honestly, I'm carrying this podcast, Parker. Like, I'll be honest. I'm very proud of the kids' table for coming prepared 
when right. they when Thank they were they came, they, they prepared came to drink or yeah. prepared to talk. Right. <laughs> both, <laughs> bitch. Both. Well, both. Yeah, yeah. I needed all of it. I will um, say one note um, to differentiate um, as far as like something that's uh, elder in oak but lower in proof. Uh, I do feel like the Knob Creek 15 that comes in, I think, mm-hmm. 100 proof. I do feel like that one f- comes in way too low in proof and just kind of dry, dank wood. One of the big problems that you have, um, well, I want like a really good oak note. If you bring the proof down too much and it doesn't meet the years in oak, it just kind of gets dry and dank yeah. to me. Um, and I don't, I, I, I'm not... I think really you should put elder and proof and oak and uh, younger and proof on a sign. I really think that that, that would be marketed. You know, I mean, it's got a, it's a got a nice ring writer, to it. You know, I I, I have my moments. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, it's kind of the, the thing. And what's interesting about that is um, that would be 15 years of age, right? And 100 proof, whereas that's less age and mm-hmm. more proof than sure. what Pappy does at 23 years. Sure. And I did not feel like Pappy 23 year was. Um, Overly oaked or dry and dank the way Knob Creek 15 year is to me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I have been saving my my thoughts here for the end. Ooh, Zaddy. So the 15, I I agree that bottle fucks. Yeah. That yeah. bottle fucks. So the time. We're going to put a sticker on it. That's can, where I'm at. Can we add another one? Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Um, I agree that bottle fucks. I personally, in this instance... I think the 20 is better. I do too. Amen. So many. We don't have the bottle though because Daniel took with him. <laughs> He's already but, but I, we can still declare that the bottle fucks. Yes. That right. bo- the 20 year also fucks. I thought that the 20 was better than the 23. I thought in this instance, the 20 was better than the 15, though. I appreciate the differences. If I was, I was going to say, yeah, one glass of any of these, it'd be the 20. If I was going to drink three glasses, it'd be the 15. Yes. Agreed. Yep. So, yeah. But I, I think that the differences in I am proof... On my, I am on my second glass of the 15. I think the differences in proof between the two warrant the ability to say that both of those fuck because they are right. very different in those ways. And the flavor profiles are very different too. And both are great for what they're trying to do. I, yeah. I really love the uh, the richness and complexity of the 20. I uh, it's It is markedly better than the one from a few years ago we tried a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it this year they they nailed it in 2022. It was Na- great. Nailed it. Yeah. Really, and really I appreciate good. the thoughts on the 15 and why all the great things about it and it's a little bit more available. It is just fantastic. Is it? it is it Parker? Is it a little more available? Where could you get a bottle 15? Like who could we talk? No. <laughs> like be um like two percent to two point five percent more available. But yes. Yeah. I mean yeah. They, 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 make, they they make like five times more of the 15 than they do the 20. That, so that that's, is true. Uh, I was gonna say higher kids, than that, but yeah, you know, kids' that. table had a discussion about yeah, the it's, amount it's, it's of about five times more, five, yeah. times more? Five, five to seven times more, right? right. Um, but yeah, a little more available, but it's very all good, rare, great stuff. So, but yes, the twenty and tw- the fifteen are amazing. The twenty three, I did not mind the oakiness, but admittedly, it's it's oaky. Um, you got to be in for that mm-hmm. with the right cigar, and I'm mm-hmm. not usually a cigar guy, mm-hmm. but. With the right cigar in the right setting, fuck. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I'd you'd, be you'd, sent. You'd be covering up half of that stuff, though. But, Correct. But, but yeah, Correct. but I but I agree that it is it is oaky, and I do prefer the 20 and the 15 for my everyday drinking. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we tried it. It was awesome. Cool, cool to yeah, do. Thanks for oh, having yeah. man, experience. A man is humbled by this experience. Great, like, great experience. But, uh, thank you. No. And I definitely have to say the distance between my preference for the 15 and the 20 mm-hmm. is very minimal. Sure. I could mm-hmm. very easily be swayed. Absolutely. 
And then, Jake, just for you, I have this for you to try. This is a blend of the 15, 20, and 23. Ooh. Oh, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, that, I made, that I made. He loves my blending. birthday too early. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I would like you to try that and give when me. When is your birthday? And give us your June take June 3rd, actually. Oh, my Are God. You, the day Hold on. After? June 1st is my birthday. June 2nd is Doug's, Doug's birthday. birthday. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, play the birthday music and post. Well, <laughs> they say it's your birthday. But uh, So, Jake, right, Jake. Jake, your uh, moment of truth. What do you think of that? It's pro- it's pretty close. Like it's fi- it's probably like three parts fifteen, two parts twenty, one part twenty three. But uh, it ish. I wish there could be a surprise here, but um, unsurprising, it's fucking fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> Holy shit. If you, I mean, imagine if this is the thing, Buffalo Trace, much like seventeen ninety two mm-hmm. Barton, very. I'm sure you agree, kind of militant and stringent with what they do with their releases they they really yeah. don't experiment and yeah. mess around oh, we've, we've, you've jo- you've been in the forefront of joking about finishes for them so the, that's right that's yeah. right and they uh man how interesting would it be if they released something that, that was a a pappy blend. batch blend like kind of how cigar blend from magnus sure has like a i think 11 13 and 17 year it went back in age a bit recently but even still, like why broke why break what's already working? Yeah, well, Man I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all about breaking it, Daddy. I want to I want to get that multiverse going. I want that pappy multiverse. Okay, right? Daddy. That's that's worth it. Well, Zaddy's <laughs> reserved for uh, for Parker here. That, that's why we uh, we aged our uh, our Buffalo Trace in some Madeira, if you remember correctly. Oh my God, which turned and out great. Of anything I've ever drank that mm. drank above its proof, mm. it was that good stuff. Oh man, yeah, Proof it's Queen, fantastic. Proof so Queen says it. I mean, I feel like the cherry note, like that Buffalo Trace weeded cherry note. Yeah, that cherry note came through a, a decent amount tonight. Yeah. Um, the proof. <laughs> I would guess the proof's like around bonded, one hundred, one hundred one. By the way, the way that Frisky just like requested a sniff mm. of it was like like a, a, like a kitten. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, it's, it's the Sav Monk. I feel like it was important we did that since you were on this episode to just I get the uh, get the combo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, so I'll let Rogan know. 100th episode. We did it, guys. Very cool stuff. We did it. Yeah. Let's go. Ayo. And then I did want at the very end of this to to uh, I were, I'm going to dedicate this episode to my dearly departed grandfather who passed away today. The real this pad. morning. Aww. Yeah, at the age of 95. He's he's a real good one. He he was a real one. Um. Fucking fantastic person. He would have hated the profanity of this episode. But uh, <laughs> yeah. it's good to know Parker's got a lot of years left in him, guys. If I make it to 60, it'll be a miracle. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Grandpa, I hope you're looking down at us and you like the episode today. So good stuff. Anyway, uh, check us out on Instagram at Try Spirits, guys. Uh, email us your amazing ideas, your praise for me, your scorn for John. Try <laughs> uh, Spirits, guys, at gmail.com. Or if you are a rep or an owner of a distillery and you want us to do an episode on you, please email us. We are always interested. Again, chaispiritsguys at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And then hit up the merch store. Um, Actually, you're, yes, Jenny, you're right. I see the look. at. Check out the website. The new which improved has, website. Yes, it has been upgraded. It will continue to be upgraded, but it is much better than it was before. So please go to chaispiritsguys.com. Yeah, um, Jenny absolutely crushed it on the redesign of that website. Good job. Jenny, we love Jenny. you. And if you go there, you can get the link to the merch store. It's uh, zazzle.com slash store slash Chai Spirits, guys, to get your cool merch that Jenny and I are rocking right now. Yep. 
Good stuff. It's pretty awesome. It's mm-hmm. pretty rad. I love that merch. And once you get wrapped there, find Jenny on Only Toes, apparently. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, that's, and find Jake on Only Drams. It's coming, right. guys. <laughs> that's right. Hey, guys, thank you so much. 100 episodes. I'm I'm very proud of that we got this far. It's amazing. Hey, I love you guys. And uh, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. Cheers.